You're listening to the Brain of Man podcast. Honest conversations from two guys talking about things that matter. We're your hosts, Mark and Dale. Welcome back to the eighth installment of Brain of Man. And this is a podcast between two guys just having a chat and uh, talking about things that matter. And uh, my name is Mark. And I'm Dale. G'day, Dale. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining me again. Man, we've had some good chats. And, um, yeah, thanks for being there for me. Always, Mark. Thank you for being there for me. Pleasure. My absolute pleasure, I should say. Now, today, we're going to talk about relationships. How does that sound, Dale? Sounds great. Cool. And, I mean, there's a few issues I think we're going to touch on. Trust, jealousy, codependency. I think there was something else, but we'll probably come to it, I think, as we as we go through. It'll so come back to it'll us. It'll come back to us. Um, <laughs> so... Talk to me about your experiences with trust, jealousy, and codependency, Dale, and then I, I might share some of my experiences. We did talk briefly about touch, touched on, what did we touch on? We touched on, we touched on trust in a relationship and how mm. it's, it's almost ruined some of my relationships where I've had to be quite invested in making sure that in a relationship that partners weren't cheating on me. I think for anyone that's been in a relationship and has been cheated on, uh, it's something that you never want to have to go through again. And any way you can know for sure that you're not being cheated on and uh, your partner is being faithful to you, uh, you, you would take advantage of that. So for myself, I, I found myself... Uh, actively, uh, unintentionally or intentionally, always wanting to be with my partner, which would leave no space or time, I guess, for uh, her to be cheating on me. And that was my coping mechanism. That was my way of being sure that my relationship was just me and her and there was no one else uh, making her happy or, or sliding into the relationship, so to speak. Mm. It, it helped a lot for me not to have to worry about that side of it. And then I was talking to you about how uh, I was thinking about it completely wrong. Uh, like if if that was ready the way I thought the relationship was going to go, then I guess the relationship was already doomed from the start. Yeah. Uh, I think you just need to be the absolute best person you can be in the relationship and, and, and make sure you are the best boyfriend or girlfriend for your partner. And if your partner was to still cheat on you, you can see that as 100% more of a reflection on who they are than who you were in the relationship. You, you need to be okay with yourself knowing that you, you put everything you can in a relationship and being the best person you can. So that's something that took me uh, several relationships to, to, to understand and, and acknowledge because uh, I, I have been cheated on in the past twice. Uh, it's not a great feeling and, and, and it really hurts. And uh, I did forgive 
and and decide to stay in those relationships. And I think in hindsight, wow, not a great decision. Like the, the, the it's a clear sign that uh, your your partner doesn't want to be with you if they've cheated on you. Yeah, uh, I think really for me it would have been better if I had just moved on. But you can't help uh, who you fall in love with, I guess. Did you have any similar experiences like that, Mark? I have had an experience, and I'm going to call it a toxic experience, and I, I kind of wanted to put, ask you if you thought that relationship was toxic and did she make you feel like that or you felt like that because of past relationships and you were putting that on her? I think past relationships made me feel like that and then I unfairly put that on yeah, yeah. And it it almost No, it did. It did create a very unnecessary friction in our relationship uh, that shouldn't have been there. I think if we did spend more time by ourselves, it would have been a less codependent relationship. One of the other topics we would like to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important that you do still do your own activities. Uh, for example, solo activities, whether it's meditation, yoga, uh, video games, reading a book, whatever it is you need to do in your own time, in your own space. Seeing friends. Uh, seeing friends, <laughs> seeing family, going to events without your partner. I think it's important to be able to do those things and, and, and enjoy your own time as well as time that you have with your partner. You need to be two individual people. I think being codependent, and, and I hear this a lot from not just yourself. I hear this a lot from other relationships and other people that I talk to that being independent in a relationship is probably the healthiest thing you could do. Codependency just creates a a very fragile, teetering uh, bridge that with one wrong step, it just falls apart. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a fine line, I guess, but I I think... I've never been in that particular situation of being super jealous. I've been made, not not from cheat, being cheated on, I've been made to feel jealous for different reasons. And it was, um, and those, those feelings of jealousy that I had were, were kind of, spawned from an, a distrust because of behavior that I'd witnessed and it should have been huge red flags. But like yourself, when you're in love, you tend to forgive or even overlook, overlook. Yes. these red flags that come up and you get hurt couple of times and you know they they say fooled you once shame on you fool me fool me twice shame on me me. you know and then i guess it it's the same for people in in other this types of toxic relationships abusive relationships luckily you know i've never been in something like that but I think that, yeah, it's very hard to see the forest through the trees sometimes when you're in the midst of that kind of situation. 
But yeah, feeling that distrust, I mean, my distrust in this particular relationship came from, uh, you know, serious events for me to have kind of a good reason. And there were the red flags, but your distrust came from past relationships. Yeah, in the back of my mind, I just think, well, and my mind tends to do this a lot. I, I often think worst case scenarios. So if I was to say to uh, my partner at the time, are you free to catch up this weekend? If they say no, my instant thought would be, oh, okay, well, I guess they don't want to catch up because they want to go and see uh, X, Y, Z to, mm. to, you know, do a little bit of a thing. And then, yeah. of course, that's not the case. No. I'm sure it's because they generally just want some alone time or they yeah. want to just stay at home and catch up with studies, whatever, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, but think- yeah, that, that, and that, that's, that's because, you know, I'd read certain texts from a previous partner and you think, oh, okay, no worries. And you put all that trust in there and then it gets, uh, I guess, abused. And, and, and it's not fair for me to assume that this complete different person is going to do the same thing. So I think from my point of view in any future relationships that I have, I know that I will think about that completely different. And if that trust is broken, then that's a definite deal breaker to yeah. use those words. That, that has to end there and then. And we're talking about monogamous partnerships, relationships Correct. here. And I think, you know, and if there's other people involved and it's communicated, I've got friends in polyamorous relationships and and they seem completely happy or an open relationship that's a different kettle of fish but if you're in a a monogamous partnership and you you know you exclusive and i think um communication is definitely key and and i think if you do want some time by yourself probably really important to say i love you and do want to hang out with you but i really need some time for myself because this is really important to me just as you are but at this minute i would appreciate if you would care enough for me to for me to have this time that i need for myself and and then you're kind of in the loop you know you're not in the dark with oh, yeah shit, and you I, feel like there's nothing to worry about yeah. and you feel like it's a genuine request to have some time by themselves yeah. and i think that comes back down to communication and i think i see a lot of relationships I can go down the toilet because of shit communication. And it's a hard thing to do, though. That's yeah, not something that just comes to you overnight. No, and, and you got to fuck up. <laughs> you got to fuck up. You, I like that. Because you, you eloquently up. put that. Like, I I heard words and ways of you saying that that I wouldn't even have thought of. Nah. And in no way did I feel like that would have been misunderstood or, or felt like a get away from me kind of statement. Yeah. It was a very intimate and genuine and 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 almost loving statement like yeah it's, it's, if, how can you not want to give them mm. some space and time for themselves and i think this was a good segue into our next topic about codependency and, and kind of what that means and i don't want to talk about codependency as such but more what i would like to get out of my next relationship in terms of not being codependent um, because I've come from a, a series of traits personally that I've 
I'm outgrowing. I won't say I've outgrown them completely because I do have the thoughts of jealousy. I do have the thoughts sometimes of not this. I, I trust people completely until they prove me otherwise, but it's oftentimes in your own head where you're thinking dark thoughts, negative thoughts, and it's all on you. It's not on the other person. But where I'm going with this is that I'm saying that my next relationship I want that communication to be clear and upfront from the beginning. I think it's really important to say that, not even say it, but just to both really be clear that you're both your own individual people being the best people that you can. You have your own shit, you do your own things, and when you're together, you you come together as two separate awesome motherfuckers. And you become one awesome fucking partnership. <laughs> I love that, Mike. That's amazing. Yeah. And and because you're so comfortable with who each of you are, I think that's what it comes down to, being comfortable with who you are and knowing that you are good enough and you're good enough for that other person and you deserve that person, but also um, that person is privileged to be with you just as it's a privilege to be with that other person so if you can approach your relationship without that level of oh you know i'm not worthy or oh i'm not worthy and and if you're putting yourself down and it's cowering in the corner like oh are they going to cheat on me i don't like who i am you're going to manifest that shit and of course it's going to grow in your head and you might drive them to do it. It might be your fucking fault. I'm not saying you, Dale. I see what you're saying. I'm saying it's a possibility that, you know, what you put into something is what you get out. And I think if from the start, don't stop doing the things that you love to do. If that person doesn't appreciate the things that you do, and it's happy for you to do them, they're not the right person for you. Don't stop seeing your friends. Encourage them to go and see their friends. See your friends all together. Like, yeah, everyone can be friends, but it's really important to have your own lives and have your own ambitions and your own goals, individual goals, but also have, yeah, you can have set some goals and intentions together too. And I think that could really help a lot of people, like, get out of that cycle of mistrust and jealousy and, yeah, feeling like they're not good enough because I think if you can, every day of the week or you can come into a relationship feeling you're like you're the best version of yourself and only getting better, like, why would they want to go and see somebody else? Like, why would they want to cheat on you? Because you're rocking up every day being that fucking badass motherfucker that owns this shit is courageous takes risks fucking puts his heart on the line and tells it how it is tells his woman how he's feeling like she'll never want to fucking leave you why would she like or because fucking all the other douchebags out there are douchebags <laughs> like <laughs> if you're there putting the work in to who you are 
hands down, you you like fucking ten steps ahead of that next guy down the street. Um, I don't know if that made any sense <laughs> at all. Did did you get what I was putting down? I I felt quite inspired with those words. Actually. Oh, I, I saw a it twinkle in your eye. Actually. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Did you? Yeah, you were quite passionate about that, and a lot of that resonated. So I, I enjoyed I was that. Talking to myself, really, you know that, right? And and to you, but if if you don't remind yourself every now and then, you start to go the other way, and. You know, maybe I needed that reminder today. So, yeah, I felt good after that, actually, telling myself how it is. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, so what did we touch on? We touched on trust and, and jealousy in relationships. Yeah. We touched on codependency. Yeah. Was there anything else we wanted to touch on? Did, did, did it come um, back to us at all? Going, coming back to the jealousy thing and... I, I did mention toxic relationships. When it's starting to take its toll on you mentally and you are full of anxiety and worry and, man, I think you've got to end it. <laughs> uh, well, I, I did. I had to anyway, like, because I'd communicated several times how I was feeling and... Um, if you're being made to feel this way on purpose, yeah, there's some. They're not just red flags. They're they're like huge ass, like tidal wave, atomic bombs. Like, and I think that's good for both sides. Actually, now that I think about that, yeah, healthy for yourself because you you've removed yourself from a toxic relationship, but a good sort of wake up call for the other person to stop and reflect and think that the way they're behaving isn't okay. Mm, yeah. That, that sudden shock of I'm ending this relationship will at least give them a, a bit of a kick up the ass. Yeah. As to the way that they've been treating you isn't the right thing to do. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel that potentially that will just get dragged into the next relationship and without it being brought to the attention, they might even they might even think they're not doing anything wrong. They to them that may just be what their idea of a relationship is. Yeah. Absolutely. Despite the fact you told them that it's not something that you liked or enjoyed. Yeah, sometimes being honest isn't easy. And especially when you still like really care and deeply like feel for that person or you still love them. To walk away can be really hard. And, of course. You know, I see that time and time again with abusive relationships. Um, you know, sometimes people don't walk away until it's too late. But, yeah, luckily I've never had to experience that. But, um, yeah, codependency. <laughs> I mean, it, I... It wasn't a term I'd heard of until a couple of years ago. If that, maybe 18, 18 months ago. I'd heard it, but I'd, I'd never thought it would affect me or never thought that I'd been in that situation. And, 
now that I've, I'm aware of it, you can do something about it. And and it makes me think very differently about my previous relationships. Yeah, you do. You look back and you, and you realize that you almost edited who you are as a person to fit in with your partner. Their their dislikes and likes suddenly became your dislikes and likes and things that you were passionate about. You put to the wayside and 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 let fall away, and you start to lose part of your identity. And I think the term resentment or the feelings of resentment slowly come out and creep out of you and uh, rather than expressing that to your partner you just start lashing out in different ways and, and you don't you may not even realize that you're doing it I, I know i've definitely done that in past relationships where uh things that were exciting to me and i enjoyed doing were were things that they would say to you that I don't like that about you and you feel obliged as part of a relationship, a codependent relationship that you need to let those little things that used to excite you and make you happy and you enjoy doing go. And I don't think that's healthy. That that needs to be something that is encouraged to blossom within you. I know for yourself that you have mentioned in the past that your love of music was sort of suppressed in you a little bit in past relationships. And mm. it's, it, that's a big part of your identity, Mark. I've mm. known you a long time and music is a huge part of, of who you are and how you express yourself. And 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 to be told that uh, you're never going to be successful is, I think, the absolute meanest thing you could ever be told by a, a partner, regardless <laughs> if, if, if it may be true or not. Like, uh, uh, I think that's... For me, it sounded horrible you when you when you said that to me. If I could share a little bit of personal, yeah, yeah, and info there, and like you said, just now it's not until you look back at how you were treated because you're in the thick of it. You you don't take things as um, as hurtful. You you expect your partner to build you up and want you to be the best so um yeah or you you push the hurt to the side maybe for the for the bigger bigger thing which is the relationship and almost rose-colored glasses sort of isn't it yeah yeah absolutely and it was a good point that you made about changing ourselves and it was basically when i realized I was being a people pleaser was was about eighteen months ago, I think, when I I had a um, a short um, relationship, and she called me out on all of my bullshit. She's saying basically tore me to pieces. She said, "You don't know who the fuck you are. You're full of shit. Stop saying you want to do everything that I want to do." I'm not in it for this. I'm not going to be in some codependent relationship. And it was really eye-opening for me. And from then on, I that was the catalyst for me to put all the pieces together. And it was like a light bulb moment. Why all my relationships were shit. Why I was feeling like shit. It's because... I'd only known these codependent relationships where I wasn't free to be myself 
And I put myself in that position because I changed who I was to make somebody else happy. And You do kind of need to do that a little bit. Like you have to be willing to not compromise, but you need to be willing to be flexible in a relationship. Absolutely. You can't be unreasonable and and continue to live a life that you lived in the past when you do have a relationship where you have children and you have partners that are sensitive about certain things. Like they're, they're obviously things you need to discuss and be open about. But there are certain things about yourself that you should never suppress and, and let go. Like your dreams are obviously important and to be told that your dreams aren't important is, isn't the right thing mm. from, from anyone, let alone your life partner yeah your soulmate someone yeah. who should be helping you glow from the inside out not putting out your inner flame yeah and you talk about yeah compromise and and you do have to change who you are a little bit and i i think what's happening there is is you should both be able to grow together not one person putting one person, the other person down, and then the other person puts the other person down in another way. You should both be building each other up as, as best that you can. As independent people, yeah. As independent people. And then by doing that, you're going to want to give the other person time when they want time or give spend time with the other person when they ask for it because you've been given all of this other freedom. Um. And it goes both ways, you know, like if you're given all this freedom and you've got the most amazing chick, woman, partner, that basically, you know, says, go surfing for the weekend with your mates. Why don't you like, go have some fun. I fucking love you. And (laughs) you need to go and blow off some steam. And I look forward to seeing you when you get back. And you should be able to do the same back, like, off with the the girls do a weekend get do away a weekend get away i've got the go kids on a winery tour or whatever whatever it is they do and and um have fun and i'll be here like i'll fucking mow the lawns and the bed will be made when you get back you know all that sort of shit and it's that dynamic of give and take not take 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 or give 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 give, give you know oh uh, yeah if you give 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 like your your gifts become worthless because it's like on tap. Oh, he'll do whatever I want. Yeah, you know, I, you become a pawn in the relationship, and that's even worse in a codependent relationship. It's like slavery, <laughs> almost. <laughs> if that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Oh, man. Trust, jealousy, codependency. Uh, There was, was, you know what, we'll we'll stop recording and then we'll think of it. We'll put it in next time, I bet. (laughs) I think that was was all we really wanted to touch on. Mm. But, yeah, thanks for sharing, man. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for letting me ramble a little bit there. Always. It's a two-way street, you know. I ramble... Most of the time, so <laughs> I always love hearing you ramble, man. Yeah, so if you like what you hear and 
get any sort of value from from our conversations that Dale and I have here on Brain of Man, please, if you could chuck us a review and rate us as well on on Apple Podcasts or iTunes and share this amongst your friends on your Instagram stories or on Facebook, wherever you feel like uh, we could make the most impact in uh, people's lives. We'd greatly appreciate that. And don't be afraid to reach out, send us a message on Instagram. It's Brain of Man. And we have been Mark and Dale here on the Brain of Man podcast, just two guys chatting about things that matter. And, uh, yeah, I think we're going to have a little break, done eight episodes in a couple of weeks, and we planned on um, backlogging them and releasing one a week, but I just got really excited. And So you've had uh, three a week, basically, so... We need to regroup and think about where we're going to go from here on in. And um, we'll see you soon. And uh, keep in touch with us. If you've got any questions or topics that you want us to talk about, please let us know. And we'll be back bigger and better talking about all the real things that help you guys out there become real and better men. And uh, as always, until next time. Much love and much respect.